True Face podcast. Hi, everybody. There's nobody here but just David and I. That's often, you yeah, know, the way it is. Even case. even when they're here, you know, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> Truth. You might say, yeah. you know, yeah. they might say the same thing about us and be accurate. And more I, I accurate, perhaps. <laughs> no, they, they truly aren't here. And so it's just David and I holding the fort down. We're still talking uh, Kieran parents. And last week we talked a little bit about taste and what it means and what it, some of what it doesn't mean when our children have different tastes and, and how we want to rejoice mm-hmm. in those. So mm-hmm. we thought we'd read a small portion again off of page 58 from the mm-hmm. book. And then we want to talk about what it looks like to help help um, our kids and ourselves explore the uniqueness of God's creation in us. And then what does it look like to just affirm those things? So, yeah. So at this point, the family is uh, visiting Ray, and that's Jim's dad, and he lives in uh, Sausalito and uh, Bay Area. And so we, we jump in kind of midway, and it says, Aiden is dressed in his typically eclectic attire. Whatever contemporary fashion is, Aiden has discovered a way to express nearly the opposite. The family sometimes doesn't even notice it anymore. This evening, he has on what a blind man might pull out of a thrift store bin. <laughs> He's wearing that what he's wearing what looks like a referee's shirt with sleeves hanging well below his hands, coupled with rust-colored pants, obviously cut from some bolt of burnt felt. This is not a rebellion statement. It simply makes sense to him. It doesn't make sense to Ray. Conformity makes sense to Ray. Coordinated attire makes sense to Ray. Anything else is weak, lazy, or the influence of those left-wing intellectuals over at Berkeley. Nixon should have put the kibosh on them when he had the chance. It does not spill out until after dinner, but eventually Ray cannot help himself. Aiden walks over to watch the sun setting onto the still-standing buildings of Alcatraz Prison. Ray is seated with Jim, both of them holding a glass of scotch. Jim hates scotch. Ray knows Jim hates scotch. Ray reasons that real men drink scotch, and it's never too late for his son to become more of a man. Ray stares at Aiden, then back to him. He says loudly enough for Aiden and everyone in the family to hear. Why does he dress like that? Jim responds. What? The boy. He looks like a damn pansy. Ray points at Madison. Now see, his sister knows how to dress. I'm telling you, other kids are going to make fun of him. I don't get it. Why don't you two tell him how ridiculous he looks? All the Glossons are frozen in place. Stay a few more hours in the morning. I'll let you take him shopping. He's not really a terrible-looking kid. He just just needs a decent haircut and some real clothes. Jim quickly looks over to Aiden. Aiden turns long enough to meet his dad's eyes. It's clear he has heard his grandfather's words. You could count on no fingers how many times Jim has stood up to his dad. Fragments of the words Jim heard earlier come flooding over him. Tastes are largely neither right nor wrong, good or evil. And so they must never be ridiculed or devalued. We must never squash that which simply is an expression of taste just because it doesn't agree with our preference. Hmm. So this scene actually hmm. ends up being one of the true catalysts of Jim and Aiden's relationship in the book. But yeah. uh, I think that there's been a lot of times where because of someone else's uncomfort, we have been told that what we are isn't enough. Hmm. And sometimes... Hmm. Unfortunately, it comes from our parent or someone close to us, and it's not even their opinion. It's just their response to, oh, I, I guess so, because that other person thinks so, and they're, I guess, important. Hmm. And it's a better thing to have a conviction that 
who our kids were made is, is incredible. And you may have that. And, and it's unique and you may have that. But what you may not know yet is that you don't yet understand who they are. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't understand who they are, often they may have a better idea of who they are than we do. They just may not have words for it. No. So sometimes um, we, we might end up squashing our, our kids' expression without even thinking about that this may be part of their unique artistic expression or maybe just not caring as much about the social mores of fashion or, or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, John, yeah. I, was, I was just thinking about what is it – just let's talk about what does it yeah. look like to, to delight, to rejoice yeah. in our kids what may seem odd but is delightful. Yeah. It, it, thanks, David. That's so good. And I, I was thinking as you were saying it, what an astonishing thing that is creative as all the color palette is mm-hmm. and as creative as every season and every location on earth mm-hmm. is, so is his palette with each of us yeah. of who he's made us and the taste that he's given us. And I thought how arrogant it would be of me as a parent to just presume that my kids should be like me yeah. and they should have the same tastes as me and mm-hmm. the same capacities as me. And they all should go into seminary and they should all uh, study theology and not ever have, ever work with their hands, you know, because that's who I was. And, and because of the things that I had, and I'm, I've been so astonished to watch my son, Caleb. He, uh, at first I was offended, like, wait, you have this incredible desire to work with your hands and make things that did not come from me. And and then after a while, it, 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 instead of being offended, like, wait, are you rebelling against me? I went, oh my gosh, I wish I could have given him someone earlier on to feed into those things, mm-hmm. to be able to see it. In fact, now as I look back, I can say, Caleb had some of those things. He would go out with a friend, Ryan Hill, and they would work on different projects and mm-hmm. And he had that aptitude for it, and I didn't didn't know how to feed it. Yeah. I didn't know how to at the time. But looking back, I, I think, wait, they're not all going to be like John or right. Stacy. And what a privilege to watch our kids grow up guided by those those hints that they give us, or those things that we see. Oh, you're not only good at this, but you thrive in this. You yeah. enjoy it so much. Right. So. I think I'm learning that now. Mm-hmm. I I think I wish I had known it earlier yeah. and exposed them to uh, uh, a pretty diverse yeah. palette and saw what stuck. Yeah. One of, one of the things I loved about last week, Steen was here and he was talking to us about how yes. know, he he was so worried about well, well if we if we don't get them into the right things and and. He, Point being, you can go to the other side on this and, and be like, well, if I don't get them into violin lessons and, and find out what right. it is and make sure right. they get everything. So I think that that's a part of our culture too. But I think what we're saying is not so much um, make sure you develop your children right. It's more of the position of our heart because we can all make our kids suffer for our panic over what they may not be right. when instead – in our best places, just like God, we get to delight in who they already are. Yeah. And if we give them opportunity and encouragement and love, then they're going to, for their person, um, 
get to know that they are perfectly safe in exploring those things. And, and they may even actually come to us when things get hard in that world yeah. and ask our opinion about, oh, I, I love doing theater, but this culture, it's hard, mom. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. We may not have any answers. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about how we want to do that. And, and that may not be isn't the that, same. Isn't that, is, I'm interrupting, yeah, but, but what you just said, I think in some parents – that would bring up their shame of, mm. wait, I want my child to do macho events yes. and whatever. But what a beautiful thing to, for a parent to say, that is not biblical or unbiblical, right or wrong. That is an area of taste. Yeah. And I can develop that without it reflecting on right. me uh, that there's something wrong right. about me. Right. You know? And and this may be a completely different issue than how you think about um drive and hard work and all those things. And, and those you'll have to sort out for your own <laughs> good family uh, sense of, of how you do things. But if you don't get that right first, then you're going to drive your kids in the areas where um, they, they don't need to be. And again, when, when we talk about this, this book on being parents, it's what does it look like to explore ourselves? So we know when our shame is doing those things. And in the same way, that I want to be able to say to my child, how am I affecting you? Yeah. In the same way, I want to have those drives out into the country mm -hmm. or wherever, to a diner or wherever, where I get to say, what brings you great joy? Oh, my what, gosh. What, at age-related, however that is, what makes you happy? Mm. Um, what what makes you feel God in you? Yeah. And and to to take time and ask it over yeah. and over again until they can give more than, right. I don't know, the video game, you right. know, I mean, it, to where they can give those honest, yeah. beautiful answers. And those moments are gold. Sacred. And sometimes he, it takes a while just to find the right setting. That's right. Um, and, and there's a lot of creativity that goes into bringing out the delight and trust well, and creativity of, well, of your child. And well, so it's an art. And and we are artists, and we're created by an artist. So we just continue to encourage all of us, encourage me, but anyone who's listening, take delight in the artistry of being a parent, yeah. in the artistry of knowing that you were created by the grand creator and artist. And even if your kid isn't an artist and they just want to do math, uh, find a way to delight in them. In even that. if they want to do math. Even. Uh, it, it, my, my. But I think that last thought, even if our children are 35 years old, like yeah. to be able to celebrate, like mm. right now when Caleb makes those those houses for his kids yeah. to be able to go, what planet are you from? This yeah. is astonishingly so good. good. For them to be able to be confirmed in it even now as adult yes. kids. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll see you next time on the True Thank Podcast. Thank you guys for being with us.